Welcome to the Healthy, Wealthy, and Smart Podcast. Each week, we interview the best and brightest in physical therapy, wellness, and entrepreneurship. We give you cutting-edge information you need to live your best life, healthy, wealthy, and smart. The information in this podcast is for entertainment purposes only and should not be used as personalized medical advice. And now, here's your host, Dr. Karen Litzy. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. I am your host, Karen Litzy. Today's episode is brought to you by NetHealth. So when it comes to boosting your clinic's online visibility, reputation, and referrals, NetHealth's digital marketing solutions has the tools you need to beat the competition. They know you want your clinic to get found, get chosen, and definitely get those five-star reviews on Google. They have a fun new offer. If you sign up and complete a marketing audit to learn how digital marketing solutions can help your clinic win, they will buy lunch for your office. If you're already using NetHealth Private Practice EMR, be sure to ask about its new integration. Head over to nethealth.com forward slash L-I-T-Z-Y to sign up for your complimentary marketing audit. And again, I actually do use this service and it has been amazing. Like talk about bumping myself up onto the first page of Google truly did happen. So I highly recommend it. Now on to today's episode. Really excited to have a selfie Taylor on the program today. So he is the president and founder of Taylor Insurance and Financial Services and serves as a financial advisor to individuals, business owners, and high net worth families. Over the past decade, he has been widely recognized as one of the most accomplished producers in the industry, receiving the National Association of Insurance and Financial Advisors Award, Agent of the Year, Los Angeles, in 2010 to 2012. He is a 15-time million-dollar roundtable qualifier, the last four of which he has been a top-of-table producer, ranking him in the top 1% of all producers worldwide, was the recipient of the 2015 Top 4 Under 40 Award by Advisor Today magazine. He began his career at the age of 22, and we talk about this in the podcast with New York Life Insurance. Uh, he, is su- he soon ascended to the chairman's council, reaching the ranking of number one broker in Los Angeles and number one agent for the company's African-American market. And then in 2007, he began building his own firm, Taylor Insurance and Financial Solutions. He is also the founder of the nonprofit Future Stars Camp, which provides basketball training and life coaching skills for kids. In addition to uh, his passion for business, he is also a very hands-on dad. He is a girl dad, which has a special place in my heart. And we also talk about mind, body, money, which, uh, well, you'll have to find out what that's all about in today's podcast. So everyone, enjoy today's podcast and a big thank you for listening. Hi, Isilfi. Welcome to the podcast. I'm happy to have you on. Thank you for having me. And I'm excited to talk about you and your journey and all the different hats that you wear in your in your professional and in your personal life. Um, so let's break all of this down. So you are a financial advisor, you're a yoga instructor, you're an entrepreneur, and you're a girl dad. And I have a soft spot for I'm one of three girls, you've got three girls, I totally I, I get it. So if we can, let's first talk about how does all that happen in one life? How do you put that all together? Yeah, I think uh, for me, when, when I was graduating college, I, I made a, a promise to myself that I, I would never look back at my life and say, what if, what if I did this? Or what if I tried this? And what if I went here? I just say, I just say yes, right? And, and as, 
as as a result of that, I, I'm I'm a huge failure, probably arguably the the biggest failure you've ever met in your life, and that's also why I succeed, right? So um, I, I I would rather try something and fail miserably, right? Fall flat on my face and, and say, okay, that wasn't for me and check the box than just wish or, or assume, right? And because, you know, I, again, I think I, I didn't want to be a grizzled old man sitting on my porch one day thinking of all the, the things that I could have done with, with my life that I should have kind of done with my life and then look back with regret. No, no, no regrets. And how do you pick yourself up after each one of those failures? Because I, I, I mean, maybe my skin's a little bit thinner, but I would just, I don't know that I would have the fortitude to continue to pick myself up and move forward again. So how do you do that? I think for me, you know, sports, sports, you know, played a big role in, in helping me create grit. You know, I, I, uh, I have a nonprofit that I founded called Future Stars, and then I and I teach kids, and I'm actually doing a, a, a camp right now for kids. And 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 I told the kids today, I said, you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. You miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. So my contention is is I I just tell myself, I tell others to to be bold, right? Because only something good comes from being bold. Either you're going to get something you never had or continue what you didn't have, what you didn't have anyway, right? You're gonna get something you didn't have or continue not to have what you didn't have anyway. So what do you lose? So, to, to your point, it's really just ego, right? That's that's threatened, right? And so I'd rather hear a no or face rejection and, 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 and say, okay, well, I didn't have it anyway. So what have I lost? <laughs> you know, nothing, right? Yeah. And so I look at it, you know, it's, 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 only, it's only green, right? It's only, uh, only upside. And so you've, so you say you've had all these failures. Okay, I'll believe that. But you're also incredibly successful in multiple areas of your life, one of those being a financial advisor. So talk about how you got into the financial advising game. And then we'll maybe get, since we're in the beginning of a new year, it's 2022, maybe get a couple of piece of ad- pieces of advice from you on how to set yourself up for success from a financial standpoint. But first, let's talk about how you became a financial advisor and we'll take it from there. Yeah, um, I started my career fresh out of college um, in, in the business, which is unique, right? So the average financial advisor is probably a 55, 60 year old white male, right? So I'm anything but that. Um, I, I had one simple, you know, modest dream coming out of college that was to become a millionaire by the time I was 25, right? So 22, I figured what three years is that's that's ample time, right? Seems reasonable, <laughs> you know, right? Three years, I was, you know, that's that 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 should that should happen. Um, and you know, I was at a job fair at, at my university, and uh, you know, I'm going from from booth to booth, and all the companies are kind of telling me the same thing: you're going to make somewhere between 40, 50 grand a year. And I'm scratching my head, and I'm like, okay, like I'm not the smartest guy in the world, but that doesn't add up, right? Like I gotta get to a million bucks that way. And so, um, you know, by by chance, you know, I found my way into this world of financial services, and what drew me to the industry was that it was an industry, it was a field where I was paid for my work at work ethic and aptitude, not my age or tenure, right? And so at the end of the day, I was going to eat what I killed, right? I was going to, I was going to, I was going to make as much money. I was going to have as big an impact in the community and the world as I worked to have, right? And so, um, you know, it, it's funny against the, against the better advice of my father who told me, no, you know, get, go work for someone else, get a job, right? Go get a paycheck on the first and the 15th. And I just like, ah, dad, I think, 
I don't know. I like, you know, I, I can't even tell you how I'm going to do it, but, but I, I just believe doing it this way, me being in control of my fate is just a better way to go. And 20 years later, you know, <laughs> here I am. Now you were very successful uh, as or are very successful as a financial advisor. And then you moved into becoming an entrepreneur, starting your own brokerage. So we'll get to that in a second. But before we do, let's give people a little bit of advice for their financial success in 2022. What's your best advice for us? Yeah, I mean, one of the the, the guiding principles of, of creating financial security is the idea of paying yourself first. Right. And, 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 you know, I always tell people you if you work for a company. Right. And and uh, and they didn't pay you. Would you continue to go to work? And Virtually everyone says, well, no, right? I would not go to work if I didn't get paid. But my contention is if you get your paycheck and you pay rent and you pay your car lease and you pay your credit card and you pay your cell phone bill. Right. And you don't put any money away. Right. No money in savings investments for you. You just work for free because none of that money went to create wealth for you, right? So the, the one thing that I would tell people is to pay yourself first. And this really comes first and foremost with creating a budget, right? You have to have a plan, right? I always say, if you aim at nothing, you'll hit it with amazing accuracy, right? So you have a certain amount of money come in. Okay, so if I make five grand a month, okay, well, what are your bills? My bills are three grand a month, okay? That, that gap between your income and your expenses, that's called your discretionary income. That's do I make dinner at home tonight or do I go to that steakhouse? That's do I, you know, do I go on vacation, right, you know, uh, to, to Hawaii or do I just go camping, you know, down, down, down the road, right? And so those are your choices, right? Those are your choices. But I always tell people, pay yourself first. And the reason, and I wanted to, to, to drive the home the importance of this, you want to get to the point where you can live off of interest. You want to get to the point where you've saved, you've accumulated so much money that the yield, the earnings from your money covers all of your expenses. That to me is retirement. It's not about being 65 or 67 or 70. It's the point at which you remove the have-tos from the equation. You do things because you want to do them, not because you have to do them. And the more money you put away, right, the longer it's working, the greater rate of return you're earning, then the faster you get to that point, right? And so I don't care where it is. It could be a savings account to start. It can be a brokerage account stocks, bonds, mutual funds, insurances, whatever, right? But something, you must pay yourself first, right? And that's that's the first guiding, you know, first guiding principle. And I love that. I started doing that a couple of years ago has changed my life. Yeah. And, and yeah. it's like, it's so, I have, feel like I have like less worry and less burden on yeah. my shoulders. Does that make sense? Well, and it does make perfect sense. And the challenges is people go, oh, well, you know, I, 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 my lifestyle will be, you know, be interrupted and, and no, it won't. Right. And, and if you think about this and I, I love breaking down and this is maybe a challenge that, that the listeners can, can uh, join in on, take the amount of money you're looking to save on a monthly basis and break it down to the day makes it even more palatable. So you think about it. If I go, Hey, I want to save, you know, I want to save a thousand dollars a month. That's my target. Right. So what's that roughly about $33 a day. Right. So mm -hmm. if you had to take me to lunch every day, Karen, you had to take me to lunch. Right. Would that change your life? Would your life suffer? Would your standard of living change? Mm, probably not. Right. Mm -hmm. You're ready to retire. If I said you have two million dollars in your retirement account, would that help you? Would that would that change your life? 
It probably wouldn't hurt. Yeah, it would be <laughs> good. Right? I'd be I'd be okay with that. Right. And that is what you're giving up. So it's like we have to give up smaller, short-term, instant gratification things for the long-term greater good. Yeah. And I think that's that mental shift is so important because we live in a world now where instant gratification is everything, right? And so how do you counsel your clients who are used to an instant gratification world to be like, hey, listen, this is going to come to you, but you have to wait? Well, I I think the principle of, of saving and investing or paying yourself first doesn't mean you can't have fun. It doesn't mean you can't enjoy the fruits of your labor. And I think people tend to, to you know, live in these extremes, right? Like either save everything, you must, you know, not spend, don't have any fun, like your life is over, right? Or, or, or like, you know, we only live once, I'm going to spend it all, right? And the, and the reality of it is there's a balance, you know, in, in the middle, right? And so when I'm saying pay yourself first in that example, if I make five grand a month and I have $3,000 a month of expenses and I decide I'm going to put away $500, well, there's still 1500 bucks to go to the movies, to go to dinner, to go buy that, you know, that handbag, to go buy those shoes you wanted. Right. Like, mm-hmm. but you just made yourself first. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Now, like I said, you wear a lot of different hats. So financial advisor is one and you are a very successful financial advisor working for someone else. Right. And then you kind of made a shift. You kind of reached the point where, Ooh, I feel like I've got all this stuff but I'm not sure that I'm happy in the place where I'm at. Is that right? Yeah, I think, you know, for me, I, I realized, I, I draw the analogy, I feel like I was a shark in a fish tank, right? Like I had, I had outgrown, you know, the, the system that I was in. And in order to continue to, to, to flourish, I needed to, to swim in, in larger waters, right? I, I believe in, in life, you know, you're green and you're brown, you're, you're growing or you're dying, you're getting better or you're getting worse. There's no staying the same. Right. And so for me, I'm always looking to grow. I'm always looking to get better. I'm always looking to be pushed and challenged. And so, you know, what what better thing than, you know, leaving a, a 13 year career, you know, uh, uh, and, and multi-million hour practice and then to go out, break out on your own and try to build something bigger. Right. So that's exactly what I did. And again, not easy. Now, was this around the same time that you started uh, getting into yoga and becoming a yoga practitioner? And how did that change what you do as a financial advisor and even as a dad and as a person, kind of connecting that mind and body? Yeah, I think uh, it was somewhat around the same time. I've been been practicing yoga for about 14 14, 15 years. And, uh, and I've been independent now, my own brokerage about nine, 10 years. And I think what yoga taught me, um, not only what it did for me physically, but it, 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 I was very idealistic as a younger man, right? This will happen and this will happen and this will happen, right? I was very rigid, right? This, 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 and what yoga taught me is that it taught me to detach myself from outcomes. It t- taught me to detach myself from outcomes and to just focus on process. Right. And so um, there's a the little mantra that, that I that I share and, 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 the, and the listeners can, can take part in this as well. And you've got a challenge in your life. Right. You've got an issue in your life. You ask yourself questions, three questions. Do you have a problem? No. Well, great. Don't worry about it. Right. No problem. Nothing to worry about. Do you have a problem? Yes. Can you do something about it? Yes. Well, great. Well, don't worry about it. Right. Do you have a problem? Yes. Can you do something about it? No. Well, great. Don't worry about it. 
which basically means all paths lead to not worrying about it, right? So I believe that everything happens for a reason and it's exact perfect timing, even the crappy stuff, right? Even the stuff where you're like, this isn't fun, this hurts, <laughs> right? And, 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 and one of the things that yoga has taught me is it's just changes my mantras. I mean, even teaching it, right? I have all these intentions and things that I, that I, that I share with, with my students and that I have to also live by. I can't say it and not believe it and not live with it. Right. And, and even this past week, my mantra for class is that ease is a greater threat to progress than hardship. Right. And so through adversity, through challenges, that is where we that is where we grow. That's where we get prog progress. That is where grit is, is, is developed. And so for me, yoga has softened me in so many ways and let me accept things. Right. Accept that sometimes I will get exactly what I want. And sometimes the door will be slammed in my face and it's okay. Because if a door gets slammed in my face, it was supposed to get. Now, now the challenge isn't this big. So do you mean, Sophie, every time you get rejected, you just accept it? Like, no. What I mean by trusting the process is, if I have done what is required of me, if I have done everything that I can do, then I can detach myself from the outcome. I don't mean that I'm sitting at home flipping TV and going like, I'm going to make a million dollars this year. Are you working today? Like, no, but it's coming to me. I'm manifesting. Like, <laughs> there's two keys to success in life. Number one, you have to believe. That's the first part. Those that think they can do something and those that think they cannot do something are both usually right. Then the second piece, then you have to do the work. Right? So what I always had was a tremendous work ethic. That I always had. But what was flawed, not flawed, or what was underdeveloped, if you will, was that mindset, that, 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 that positivity, that manifestation, that, that, okay, this, this is what will happen. Okay. This is what I want to happen. Okay. And then go out and do the work. Yeah. And boy, that second part's the tricky bit, right? <laughs> Having to do the work. Yeah. That's right. the hard part. And I know, and then what I see a lot, and you probably see this on social media, is people will say, oh, I put it on my vision board and it just happened. Or I manifested it and it just happened. And then you're sitting there like, what? Like, I, yeah. what? Yeah. How does that work? Because, because people, people typically aren't posting their losses, right? People are posting their wins. You know, and the, the reality of it is, is that, you know, you take any, anyone in any, any arena, sports, entertainment, business, right? They're, they're all failures, all of them. They just were too stubborn to stay down, right? And that's, that's the difference. I, I come to believe that the most successful people in life are simply those who can endure the most pain, who can endure the most rejection, who can, in, 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 you know, endure. And I, I think that's how I became successful in, in, in my business. I think, I think that I coined the phrase at the time when I was a new advisor, I coined the phrase tactful persistence, right? I'm going to be persistent tactfully. I think in the first couple of years of my career, people ultimately just did business with me because they're like, if I don't buy something from this guy, I don't think he's ever going the way. Like, I don't think he is ever, right? And so, you know, I was just there and there and there and they're like, fine, right? And then you, you develop the relationship and people know, right? Dang, he's not going anywhere. He's going to be here, right? And, 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 and I think, I think that's, that's, that's important. I mean, any one of, any one of the listeners, you know, of this program can tell you what is the easiest way to put off a salesperson or a telemarketer, the easiest way. Tell them one simple phrase, call me later. And 99.9% .9 of the time, they will not. And you're off the hook. You didn't even have to reject them, 
You just told them, call me later, because, but they didn't follow through, right? Right? They didn't follow up. So you didn't have to actually, you know, uh, say no even, right? And so mm-hmm. that's the thing for me, like, no, I'm going to follow up and I'm going to follow through and I'm going to do everything that is required of me, right? And if you ultimately timing's not right or my service isn't right, then okay, right? But I will not fail because I didn't do what was required of me. That won't happen. You know, speaking of tactful persistence, mm-hmm. the other hat that you wear is a dad to three girls. So I can only imagine tactful persistence comes in handy. So how has all of this, your experience in business, your experience in yoga, your experience in life, how does that come together when it comes to raising three, three gals? And on that note, we'll take a quick break to hear from our sponsor and be right back. When it comes to boosting your clinic's online visibility, reputation, and increasing referrals, NetHealth's digital marketing solutions has the tools you need to beat the competition. They know you want your clinic to get found, get chosen, and definitely get those five-star reviews on Google. NetHealth has a fun new offer. If you sign up and complete a marketing audit to learn how digital marketing solutions can help your clinic win, they will buy lunch for your office. If you're already using NetHealth Private Practice EMR, be sure to ask about its new integration. Head over to nethealth.com forward slash L-I-T-Z-Y to sign up for your complimentary marketing audit. Yeah. Um, you know, I, when I was a younger man, I used to pray to God that he'd send girls to hang all over me. And he took me literally and was like, here you go. Here's three of them. Right. So be careful what you ask for. You might get it. Right. I've got these three girls. And um, this is a prime example of you don't always get what you want, but you get exactly what you need, right? Me growing up as an athlete, I was a four-sport letterman in high school. I went on to play college basketball. You know, I recently got inducted into the Hall of Fame of my high school for sports, right? So, of course, I want boys, right? I want boys to continue the legacy and go on. And then I get three tall girls, three beautiful girls. Like, oh, man, like, God, why? But, you know, just I'm a different man. I'm a different father because I have these three girls. And um, I, I think, you know, my, my, my role and the one thing that I say is like, as a, as a, as a man, right, of a, 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 a girl dad, if you will, I'm the first man they fall in love with. So it's my responsibility to show them, you know, um, respect and true love and chivalry because that's what they're going to carry on in their relationships as they get older. And so I think, you know, um, I, I feel very blessed, um, although uh, they are sisters and, and they're, they're all flesh of my flesh and blood of my blood. They are three completely different people that represent three completely different sets of challenges and, 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 uh, and, and, and uh, things to, to, to deal with. But I've been blessed because they're good girls. Right. And uh, I, I wish I could say it was because I'm such a great dad, but um, you know, I, I think that they're, they're just inherently, they've got good, sweet spirits, which is, which is a blessing, you know, have, and then I'm just doing the best I can to, to, to guide them. I think we all can attest to this being, as we get older and we become adults, we look back at our parents and we realize uh, every one of us has said this at some point, like, wait a minute, my parents didn't know what the heck they were doing. Right. <laughs> like, and some of us have even called our parents out, right? Like you were just winging it. And they're like, yeah, you know? And so I feel like, you know, I feel like we're just all doing the best we can, you know, and, and that's, I'm doing the best we can as much as I feel like, you know, I'm doing all the things from, I can from my, my daughters. I'm sure they'll tell you, yeah, but you didn't do this or this or this, but, but, but what they will definitely say is that, you know, I'm present, 
and that I'm, 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 I'm consistent. I'm a consistent, you know, consistent force in, in their, in their life. Right. And, and that's, you know, that's the most important thing to me. I don't need them to always like me. I don't, I don't need them to always agree with me, but I do need them to, 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 to respect and, and honor me and, 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 and with the love that we have, you know, that's, that's something that, you know, is, is so special. And then I, I feel blessed to, to be there for their father. Yeah. Amazing. And you're putting all of this together, your financial advisor role, your entrepreneur role, your community mindedness, your girl, dad, your yoga into mind, body, money. So what is it? And what can we expect? Yeah. Mind, body, money is a docu-series that I created. Um, I have actually filmed all of season one. I'm in the process of, uh, talking to a variety of networks now to get it placed on, uh, on uh, national television coming Q1 next year. So stay tuned. Um, I've also created an app that's on the app store, mind.body.money that's on the app store as well. But the idea is that how do we become the best versions of ourselves? And we become the best versions of ourselves balancing those three areas in that order, mind, body, money, right? Mindset first, manifestation manifestation. Every day when people ask me how I'm doing, I tell them it's the best day of my life. I say that every single day. Now, does that mean that everything's going well in my life at all times? Nope. But that's what I say. I'm manifesting positivity, right? Body, health, and wellness, so important. We're giving one body, right? Never, no one was ever on their deathbed wishing they had more money, right? So you got to take care of yourself. And then money, good stewardship of your money, right? Money can't buy you happiness, but it can pay your bills, right? Can't do a lot of stuff, right? And, and so typically what I find is people are unequally yoked, right? You might have the money hungry driven person. And admittedly, I was that person coming out of school. I want to be a million dollars. I want to, you know, you know, have a nice house, nice car and buy stuff, right? But lack substance, lacked connectivity. Oh, right. And, and, and when I got all the stuff, what I realized like, uh Oh, I'm empty because it's not about the stuff. It's not about the money, right? It's about connection. It's about love. Okay. And then you've got the other people that understand spirituality. No, it's about mindset and, and spirituality and, 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 and peace. And that's great that you feel like that. And you want to go on this yoga retreat, but I got a question for you. How do you pay your bills? Right. And so it's the, it's the balance between those three areas. And that's what the show features different athletes, celebrities, entertainers, all the way down to your common men and women and how the, the, the journey in life, right. It, it, you know, is, is navigating those three areas. And the one thing that I'll tell you between all of the people, there's always a story of failure. There's always a, a story of, of doubt or uncertainty that they all press through. And that's the one thing that I'll say, common thread, like the most successful people, right, that I've met in, in my life all can tell you a story where they were down and out or they didn't know what was going to happen next, but they persevered, right? There's a, there's a, there's a little meme that I, that I share when I'm doing my, my, my talks and it has a, it's a photo of a gold mine. If you can envision this in a person with a, with a, 
with a pitchfork and they're digging and they're digging and they've dug like a 10 foot ditch and they get frustrated and they turn around like I'm like I'm finished. Right. And they were only one foot away from actually hitting gold, but they're like, I've done so much. Eh, I, I, I'm not. And, and the mantra here is don't, don't ever give up. You never know how close you are to, to your, to your goals, to your dreams. So, so you swing away, you swing away until you get it. Right. And, and maybe, maybe you'll get there in a week. Maybe it'll take a year. Maybe it'll take 10 years. Right. Maybe, maybe it's not meant for you. Right. But, but again, right. Don't leave this earth wondering what if. And out of all of the uh, episodes that you've done and the people that you've met through mind, body, money, is there a particular story that sticks out for you that you can share with the audience? Yeah, there's a, two stories that come to mind, actually, I'll share first. One guest we had was uh, on, the, on the show was uh, Jordan Sparks. Um, she was the youngest American idol. Yeah, I love her. She's great. Yeah, she's awesome. Just as lovely uh, off, off screen as she is on screen. She shared with me, so she goes to American Idol. She uh, comes here to actually to Pasadena, where I live. She, she, she uh, auditions at the Rose Bowl and gets cut. She doesn't even make it to go see Simon and all those guys, right? She gets cut, right? And she says she remembers walking out, you know, through the parking lot with all these girls. And at the time she was young, I think she was like 17 or something. But at the time she says she remembers seeing all these older girls and older by, but I mean like 25, 26 year olds that thought, oh, my life is over. This is my only chance to make it big and I'm done. And she thought to herself like, mm, no, like I'll come back. There'll be another way for me. So she goes back, she lives in, in Arizona. So she goes to uh, a regional uh, um, regional competition um, in 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 Phoenix and wins, right? And wins. And the the prize for winning was a chance to go to the next city, which was in Seattle, and try again, audition again. And on that second audition, she gets picked up and then ultimately wins the show. Amazing. Right. And so that story is one where you're like, wow, you know, like, wow. You know, that what level of perseverance and just belief that like, nah, this isn't it. And how many of us would have faced that rejection or, or stumbled and were like, well, I guess it wasn't in the cards for me, right? But again, as long as you have breath in your body, keep pushing, right? The other story I'll share is I had David Hasselhoff. Um, he was on my radio show, my Ask the Experts radio show. And we're interviewing him. And David Hasselhoff was one of the principals of one of the first billion dollar TV franchises, Baywatch, right? Um, I personally think that Knight Rider was cooler, but for the, for you uh, Gen Xers with me, but anyway, but um, but uh, he was on you know first billionaire franchise Baywatch, right? And we're talking about that, and again, what a lot of people don't know is that Baywatch initially was canceled. It was canceled after the first three episodes because it they was? Killed, yeah they killed like five people in the first three episodes, and and the viewers didn't like it, so the show got canceled. So in an attempt to revitalize the show, he's like, I need financing. So in, in little known, but David Hasselhoff in Germany is like, he's huge. Right? Like he's like, he's like, yeah, he's like the biggest thing he's right. So he goes to Germany. He's like, they'll give me money. Right. So he goes to Germany. He raises some money. He gets like a million five to, to bring back the show and comes back and does the show. Right. Well, what happens is they run out of money. They run out of money. They can't finish the episodes. They're like, man, we got 22 minutes of content. We need 25 and we don't have any more money. What can we do? How can we make the episodes longer? Slow-mo. 
That is where slow-mo comes in. Slow-mo was to stretch out the scene so that they can get their minutes. So funny that the most iconic part of the show was really a mistake, was really because they didn't have money, right? So story after story after story like that that I've heard in my 22-year career, most certainly in filming this docuseries, this follow doc, that like, wow, like so many times people could have laid down, so many times people could have, you know, given a peck. Jeff Bezos worked at McDonald's, guys. You know what I'm saying? Like, 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 <laughs> so, so when, when somebody next to you, when you're, when you're working at Starbucks and the barista next to you is like, I'm going to be a billionaire. Don't scoff, right? You never know. <laughs> it can happen. You never know. I love these like insider stories. I think it's yeah. so cool. So as we start to wrap things up, where can people find more about you, about mind, body, money, um, maybe see some little clips, things like that. Where can, where can people go? Yeah, um, I'm pretty easy to find. Uh, my name is so unique. There's not a lot of me out there. He's Sophie Taylor. Um, I'm on a variety of social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. That's at Isilfi Taylor, E-S-Z-Y-L-F-I-E Taylor, at Isilfi Taylor. For the show, we actually have a website um, in addition to the social media platforms. So we have a website, mindbodymoney.com. So mindbodymoney.com. You can also get information on the app store as well. You can download the app, the app store at mind.body.money. Um, um, as well. And so, yeah, we're, we're out here, we're continuing to push out new content and, uh, and, uh, keep everyone posted on the release of everything, but I'm super excited for what 2022 is going to bring and look forward to, to sharing. I feel like the bottom line for me is like, when do you watch television and, and learn something? When do you watch television and feel better? And that's what I'm going to bring. That's what I'm going to bring to, to, to the world. Well, the world certainly needs it at this point in time. So it sounds perfect to me. And now before we end, I ask everyone the same question and it's knowing where you are now in your life and your career, what advice would you give to your younger self? I would remind my younger self that the road to walk a mile begins with a single step, no shortcuts. No matter how talented you are, no matter how smart you are, no matter how ambitious you are, right? Hard work is undefeated. You must do the work. Right foot in front of the left, one step at a time, you'll get there. I think one of the, 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 the biggest reasons that I'm successful today, it's all the slow, boring stuff. All the get rich quick, I'm going to make a million dollars in a month and change the world, all that stuff <laughs> crashed and burned. Right? So, you, so you mean all the stuff you see on social media? Yeah, all that stuff crash and burn. It was the it's the slow and steady, you know, that that is why, you know, is why I'm here, right? And so that's what I remind my younger self. And it's hard, right? It's hard that, you know, listen, my long-term plan at 22 was 25, right? That was my long-term plan, right? I love that. <clears throat> right. I mean, that was like, man, three years, that's 25. Woo, that's old, right? And so, you know, I could couldn't even see past 30. Like, whoa, what is what is that? You know, and 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 then you, 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 you blink, right. You blink and you're like, whoa, 10 years has gone by 15 years has gone by 20 years has gone by, you know? And, and so that's what I would remind myself is just stay the course. Don't get too out in the highs. Don't get too low on the lows. The road to walk a mile begins with a single step. Just go. 
I love it. Great advice. And Isilfi, thank you so much for coming onto the podcast. One more time, where can people find out more about you? Social media at Isilfi Taylor, um, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, um, uh, at Mind Body Money, Instagram as well, and at the mindbodymoney.com site, as well as the mind.body.money on the app store. Perfect. Thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate it. I appreciate you. And I wish you all the best in 2022, including your show. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. I'll I'll take all the well wishes and blessings I can get. Thank you very much. You're welcome. And everyone, thanks so much for tuning in. Have a great couple of days and stay healthy, wealthy, and smart. A big thank you to Eselfie Taylor and, of course, to our podcast host, NetHealth. So again, if you're looking to boost your clinic's visibility, reputation, and referrals, check out NetHealth's digital marketing solutions. They have the tools you need to beat the competition, get found, get chosen, get those five-star reviews. Right now, they have an offer if you sign up and have them do a marketing audit to learn how digital marketing solutions can help your clinic, they'll buy lunch for your office. Head over to nethealth.com forward slash L-I-T-Z-Y to sign up for your complimentary marketing audit today. Thank you for listening and please subscribe to the podcast at podcast.healthywealthysmart.com. And don't forget to follow us on social media.